Places, please. Places for the top of Theater Countdown. Curtain up. Light the lights. <laughs> We've got nothing to hit but the heights, the soundbite heights. Hi, everybody. It's me, your Broadway buddy, Ben Cameron, here with my good Cheryl's Asra Gebermichael. Hello. Wow, what an intro, Shirley. I mean, listen, you're listening to the Theater Countdown. The, it is the definitive Theater Countdown. We've got big jobs to do, Cheryl's. We really do. We have big jobs to do. We have, I was going to say big shoes to fill, but we don't have big shoes to fill. It's only our shoes that we have to worry about filling, which is, which comes pretty naturally. Although sometimes I do like to buy shoes that are too big for me because my feet are fucked up from dancing for so long that like my feet reject all shoes. So I sometimes buy like a clown shoe size shoe to put on my foot for comfort's sake. Is that gross? Does anybody want to date me after telling that story? Who's into that? Maybe we can unpack that at a later date. That's for me and my therapist. All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Listen. Listen, if you're listening to the show for the first time, welcome. If you're listening again, you're smart, you're a good person, you're worth it, you're pretty, you're all of those things. Make sure that you are following us on social media at Theater Countdown or on Twitter, Cheryl's. At Theater Count. ain't nobody got time for that. That's right. F-R-E, um, the genre, not the not the building. Building. Uh-huh. And you can, uh, you can uh, not only follow us, but you can rate the show, review the show. We're reading these reviews. So if you really want to hurt us deeply inside of our souls or make us feel shame, we're accustomed to that. Go ahead and do it. We're ready for it. Uh, oh, and if I would really like to give us, some shout outs too while we're on that subject. I wish you would. Because I had some lovely people reach out to me on on Instagram and on the socials. Uh, so I just wanted to say hi, Charlotte, my good friend from London, um, Charlotte Twining. Hi. Uh, <laughs> and that sounds like a British name, Twining. It does, isn't it a T? Twining. It Twining's T. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It or is, is it Twinnings? Doesn't matter. Moving on. Well, it's, it's one end, so it'd be a long I. Thank you, but also... Word um, Smith over here. Smith. <laughs> exactly. Over here. Again, proving <laughs> also mastery shout of out language. To, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to my to my friend Jermaine, who also reached out and said that he's loving the show. You know Jermaine. I know Jermaine. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. That's right. Thanks for listening. Hey, um, have you been getting, in, in to your point, uh have what have people's reactions been to our countdown so far i've gotten oh, here i've people been have opinions yeah my i got some people wrote that uh my opinions were wild just wild which i infers that they're reckless and that's absolutely right on i i suppose and then i had another person who uh in our uh who hit me up on tiktok which whoa tiktok uh, who was seemed seemed a little bit upset that that we had foregone so many of the golden age musicals uh, for Rent, and uh, I said what I said. Well, listen, said it's my said. golden age, so listen. Right. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. But that's not okay. to shame our listeners, of course. Please keep listening and telling us what we've done wrong. We want to. We want to <laughs> know. Continue to listen to our podcast and shame us. Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> else will we grow? How else will we learn and become the people we know that you think we could be? Exactly. <laughs> um, Shirley, I think we should move on to some theater news because there's a lot going on. I think we should too. Are you guys all ready for some hot, sexy theater news? We interrupt our program to bring you this theater news. <laughs> 
wow holy shit it's hot <laughs> it's sexy it is you were in there i was oh i do voiceovers and i think it i think it really reads absolutely it, really reads. it does um what you got what's well, the hot off the presses well the first thing i want to talk about because i am really i have so many thoughts and questions about this is the broadway rave the Broadway have you, Rave. Have you heard about this? Yes. I have heard of the Broadway Rave. There is something called the Broadway Rave that is yeah. put together, and it is essentially you jamming out to your favorite show tunes, theater tunes. And I think there are also like invited guests there. They're like from from Broadway and beyond that are sort of like these like the you know sort of celebrity guests. All what while you're like celebrity... rocking out all night to. What do the celebrity guests do? I wonder at the Broadway Rave. Maybe they. I think they perform. Do they I'm perform? So what, you're like perform. banging out to You Can't Stop the Beat and all of a sudden Marissa Jarrett Wan Oker pops up and sings Unusual Way from Nine in the middle of it? Because I mean, I'd be here for that. Yeah. That would be yeah. weird AF, but. <laughs> Do you think there's Molly at this rave? Well, Molly from Annie. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Copyright. Eric to be Pearson, fair, yeah, that is, exactly, <laughs> not, that is not. That not, is our, not joke, our joke, but a good joke nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spe wait. Deal. Speaking of also, what of live performers? You just spent a week on the high seas, Charles. Wait, hold. I, we got to go back. We got to go back. And okay, we're going to talk sorry. about that. But I, I we got to go back to the Broadway it. rave because uh -oh. I, I, I'm a 44 year old man who's been in this business for 44 years, and I feel like <laughs> I want to go to the Broadway rave. It's at the Gramercy Theater. You on the 24th and I feel like I want to go but I do do I wear a disguise not because I think oh, wait, people wearing costume people wear oh, costumes of course they are so what costume would you wear uh well I I'm never far away from like a really shoddy phantom of the opera mask and if I don't have one under my bed ready to go I can make one out of a paper plate in about two minutes flat there you go so that's one way to go uh, which also you... promotes anonymity. Once again, not because anybody will give a fuck who I am that I'm there, but that they'll be like, is that old guy, is he the police? <laughs> I don't think anyone's raiding the Broadway Officer rave. Krupke? Is that Officer Krupke over there? <laughs> I don't think anyone's raiding the Broadway rave. They're like, ah, oh, turn on the lights. Go home. You're all too nerdy. <laughs> oh my God. Book them, Dano. It These nerds cross the really line. Fun. Oh my God, I want to go. Should we go? Yeah, I think we should. Be, uh, yeah. Would you okay. go? Like, honestly. I would go with you. I would totally okay. go with you. Okay, I, and I want to know, I mean, this is my thing is like, I'll do anything for the story too. So I feel like we would come away with a lot of, of Investigative stories. journalism. You know what I mean? I, I do know what you mean. Okay. So we'll, okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh my Maybe gosh. I'll go I'm... dress as my favorite diva from this list that we Ooh. share today. Uh-huh, which we are going to share. Broadway Rave, I'm all about it. I The fact that it exists, it makes my my inner child, my inner theater nerd uh, freak out. And like, I I would go to that. My inner child wants to go. That's the that's the issue. My outer my... adult wants to go with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it'll, you'll be <laughs> like babysitting. We'll go together and it'll be, it'll be Cheryl's babysitting my inner child at the Broadway <laughs> Rave. Oh my gosh, paging Dr. Freud. We'll get to it. We'll figure yeah. it out. We will. Okay, Broadway rape. Hey, so they just announced um, that the, oh, uh, hold on, let me take a deep breath. The, the Britney Spears musical, Once Upon a One More Time, is officially coming to Broadway. I almost made through saying that with a straight <laughs> face. Now, I it played out of town in Chicago, and I know a lot of people in it, as do you. 
Yes. Uh, as do you. <laughs> and um, it's an incredible cast. Justin Guarini, Aisha Jackson, uh, who's a singing fool. Yes, uh, we love her. going to bring that. But here's the crazy thing about it to me. So now we have Anne Juliet on Broadway, which I love. I freaked out. I just had the cast of Broadway Sessions. I love that show. Okay. Max Martin music. Yes. Obviously, more than one Britney Spears song has woven its way into that uh, musical experience. Yes. So is what this the say? beginning of the Britney Spears Broadway apocalypse? Well, you may this see it as an apocalypse. Well, I may see it as a renaissance. <laughs> a renaissance, if you will. Welcome to the... Re I'm sorry. Welcome to <laughs> the renaissance. I, I have I have a lot of a lot of friends who I know are very excited about that. Yeah, I listen. I once again with Anne Juliet, they did such a brilliant job of creating a story around the music in yeah. a really clever way that's satisfying if you're a theater buff or satisfying if you're just somebody who happens to like pop music and you ain't got time to try to process the intricacies of a Sondheim tune into your tourist brain. That's all fine and good. Um, they they if they've got the right people on the team, I think that's that's the thing. They certainly have the right cast. They have an amazing cast, actually. I I forget it, that's it's been kicking around for a while. I guess the the, yeah. the pandemic sort of like uh, threw a wrench in a lot of things because I remember doing a workshop and seeing them, and I was like, oh. I'm sorry, what they're doing a Britney Spears musical. It's um, wild, but I'm really excited. I'm curious, very curious. Yes, excited and scared. Okay, so it's it's coming. Britney's the Britney Spears apocalypse slash renaissance is coming, depending on how you view it. Uh, also, this is exciting. Your pal and mine, Laura Bell Bundy, is coming back to Broadway after fourteen years. Has it been fourteen years? I think that's what I read, but I'm so bad at math. I can barely. I no, you're right. Is yeah, yeah. Just... She's coming back to Broadway in a play called The Cottage, which is directed by uh, Jason Alexander of Seinfeld fame. Yes. And Merrily We Roll Along. Did he direct that? He was, no, he was in it. Oh, he's the original cast. Yes. Absolutely. See, yes. look at all the things you know. I know, which I would not have known that had it not been for Lonnie Price, who I just worked with, who showed us the beautiful documentary that he made. Have you seen that? I the Merrily haven't. Documentary? No, where, where can I watch that? Oh, uh, uh -huh. I think it's going to be re-released on Netflix. We'll, we'll edit this in. You can watch it now on. Well, I don't know if you can. No, I know, but we'll edit that in later I'm just when, saying, it, yeah. when it's available. Yeah. No? All Tubi. Right, Watch it on Peacock. Well, <laughs> we'll just do pickups of all the streaming networks uh -huh. that are out. Watch it on Netflix now. Uh, available yes, on Hulu. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes, it's it's Eric McCormick, Laura Bell Bundy, and Lily Cooper Come starring on. the show. And it's written by our dear, lovely friend, Sandy Rustin. We love that. Which is very Email exciting. Writers. Thank you very much. I, you know what the deal is? You just know absolutely everyone. I know a heck of a lot of people, but I, you, there's not a name that gets dropped that you can't pick up and be like, oh, I already had that in my purse. You I know mean, what I mean? It's, it's It makes me it's sound true. like an asshole sometimes, though. Oh, no, no. I'm not suggesting that. I oh, love thank you. Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just, I'm impressed is what I'm saying. Well, my dear friend Kristen Chenowitz says that it's annoying, so I just... <laughs> Do you know what? My dear friend Adina Menzel says that Kristen Chenoweth is wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so take that. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> that's the Witch Boulevard 4, which you have to tune into Patreon. Join us on Patreon uh, to hear that deep, dark story from the early aughts. Uh, um, all right. But I yes, think... I was on oh, a gay no, cruise. No. 
I was on a yes, gay cruise. We have to talk I about the on, gay cruise. I, I was on two gay cruises back to back. Now, before you think that I'm just like a super crazy cruise gay, um, I am I'm certainly a gay and cru- have I, I have a, and I have cruised. Uh, but it was wild. I went on two back to back because I'm kind of training to maybe become the gay cruise director for this this company, which is like actually super super fun and once again not to overuse the word but wild absolutely wild (laughs) um but on these boats they've got like huge top name entertainment like patty lapone has done this um i think audra's going out on a gay cruise soon uh but on this boat i was on the boat with todrick hall and billy porter uh who were both performing and uh billy was actually very very sweet in i think maybe cinching this deal for me with the owner even giving me a little good word. So Mother Porter, thank you very much. Wink, wink, kiss, kiss. We, uh, we should have Billy Porter. on the show. We should have Billy on the show. Billy Porter gave me my first professional job in Pittsburgh. Oh. It was a production of The Wiz at the Byam Theater. At the what theater? Uh, the Byam. B-Y-H-A-M. The Byam Theater. I heard buy-in. It was a pay-per-play situation. The buy-in theater. It's a buy-in. Um. Yeah, but Billy was really great, like transformative in in concert. Like, so Billy is the moment, obviously. Yes. And, um, you know, gave gave shout outs to Billy's theater roots and did all this like fabulous pop music and just uh, amazing. And Todrick Hall, who I talked to a long time, who just loves theater more than anything in the world, yep. uh, whose show is so tight, Charles, there was like while singing, Todrick Hall in a fringe cowboy outfit gives you PK, PK, Fuete, Fuete, Shanae <laughs> Axel, like full blown dance class mastery. I was going to um, say, that sounds like it was choreographed by my former dance teacher. <laughs> as we all know, like, <laughs> ALM, ALM. ALM. Not to be confused with ALW, very different. Yes. Actually, speaking of Billy, I was going to say, as as we introduce our guest and get into our uh, top five divas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of want I kind of think Billy is like the for me like my honorary honorable mention like I didn't I was gonna put Billy on my list and then yeah. I was like you know what Billy sort of stands in a class on his own and I you know because I didn't know what the parameters of our divas were which we don't have any you can choose whoever you want and so I was just <laughs> right. like but I feel like Billy is like like the special award at the Tonys for me absolutely I think that's like you know yeah 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 special awards like Elaine Stritch got or the giant puppet in king kong got a special tony um but billy i think absolutely fits in the diva parameters one hundred percent um if for the children out there go back and listen to the original broadway well the broadway revival recording of greece with and billy porter sings beauty school dropout and it's about i don't know 17 minutes long most of that is just billy like doing vocal masturbation and just like hitting every note that's ever been written or not written uh, it's shocking. In fact, we should listen to that, like a little bit of that right now, just as our honorary diva. Can we listen yeah, to that? Yeah, we right should. Now? Okay, just listen, just listen to this, because this is once again wild. Beauty school dropout. No graduation day for you. Beauty school dropout. You missed your midterms and flunked shampoo. Well, at least you could have taken time to wash and clean. After spending all that dough to have the doctor fix your nose up, Woo! baby, get moving. 
it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. also think about like the years, like think about this, like this career, like talk about longevity. Do you know what I mean? Billy's had such a wild, again, wild, it's wild. Like it's the word of the day, such a wild and twisty tourney career and so many, so many milestones and just like, you know what I mean? Highs, lows. It's, it's really like his story is fascinating. And so and, many ups and downs. Yeah. And, uh, what I love about Billy and Billy's we've talked to Billy on, on my other podcast, the Broadway cast um, subscribe now and uh, everything that Billy does throughout his career and the way he's built it is, is intentional. Yeah. Billy knows his purpose and what he's out to do and how he wants to affect the world in his time on this earth. And it's powerful and it's working. And for that, Billy Porter, you get my special award. Honorary Top Honor Five Diva exactly. Award. Um, we'll get Billy on the show for sure. But yes. today- We do have another guest today. Oh, as Cheryl, Cheryl, I've given it to you. Do it, do it, do it. Um, okay, so our guest today is part of the Countdown Network family. Um, yes, yes. He's also a very talented theater actor, uh, but he was most recently on this show, Kevin Ken himself uh <laughs> which is absolutely brilliant this yeah. show there's never it's been really anything funny. on tv like it i'm a huge fan i guess it's i should have told show. him this at some point <laughs> without further ado here is today's guest eric peterson hello guys how are you hi eric it's about time i told you that uh <laughs> that i love kevin can fuck himself i think thank it's you so brilliant and crazy and and wild and progressive and so you're a, you. you're I'm a big fan. Thank you. It was yeah. it was a really cool show in that you know it really was a original idea, which is so yeah. rare yeah. these days um, to have something that's actually never been done before. Um, but yeah, if you've never seen it, it's on AMC. Uh, it's two seasons long, and it's essentially a combination of a old school CBS sitcom and a like Breaking Bad prestige drama. And the show goes back and forth. It stars Annie Murphy and myself. Uh, as a classic sitcom uh, husband and wife. And anytime she's with me, the sort of buffoonish husband, uh, it's a multicam sitcom with big, broad laughs and lights and everything like that. And then the second that she leaves the room from me, she goes into like a dark, dreary, like prestige drama where she's trying to figure out how to kill her terrible husband. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. And I remember the years, of, I don't know how many years ago, because what is time anymore? since the pandemic but i remember like the teaser marketing campaign for it was so brilliant because there was never any mention or clue as to what it was yeah, i remember totally. driving in la and just seeing these huge bill huge billboards that merely said kevin can fuck himself and i was like who's kevin well kevin's here now so <laughs> yes so intriguing um, now eric you and i We've known each other for a long time, but we yes. worked together on a reading of a show. Um, yes, we did. For listener friends, folks at home or wherever you may be, uh, a lot of times New York actors or actors anywhere, period, um, actors will come together and do a reading of a, sh of a script. Um, they'll, you know, they'll get together and, and they'll say, hey, we want to like hear how this sounds. We want to hear how the words sound, how the music sounds, blah, blah, blah. So I got a call like very last minute. Oh my God, I actually, I was at Coachella. I was at Coachella <laughs> on a Friday. That's great. And I got a call from my agent saying, hey, they want to know if you want to come in and do a, this reading of this show. And I was like, uh, I'm in the desert at a music festival right now, but they when were like, go pay. Yeah, I was like, it's, oh, it's Monday. 
oh, they're paying for my plane ticket home. I was like, who who dropped out? I'm looking like I'm, <laughs> I've been in this business long enough to know that I was like, someone dropped out. Okay, it's fine. But they're paying for my plane ticket home. It's yeah. Fine. Um, so I, I was delighted to see there's so many friends of mine in that room, including Eric. And we just sort of, I don't know, I don't know how you felt, but I sort of felt, I felt like I had been hired at the last minute. So I was just sort of like <laughs> sitting there and sort of like, mm, nothing I do is that funny to these people or like, eh, I don't know. I just was like, that, but well, it was God a re- for you. Thank oh, wait, you. We it, played, we played a couple. We were we did just play a making couple. out the whole time. <laughs> yes. I, I forgot about that, but yes, we were. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a reading of Reefer Madness yeah. that had been a, a was it a film first? I think, well, it was like a documentary yeah, called Reefer documentary Madness from first. like the 40s or 50s. And then they made a musical film of it yeah. that was like mocking that documentary. It was initially propaganda. It was anti-marijuana yes. propaganda. Right, yes. And then they turned it into a, a parody, a sort of like yes. satirical thing. Sort of and celebrating. Then, yeah, film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. And then, and then they were, I guess they were entertaining the thought of making it into a stage version. Well, there but was yeah. a stage version. Oh, was it? Amy Spanger. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Back in the okay, day. Yeah. And then yes, they were going to yes, revive yes. it. They were going to revive yes. it, but sort of like update it. Yes, yes. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah. There were some good people in that room, though. There, was, that was there a were fun, great people. It was, there were yeah. some good people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric, we're very the excited Reefer to Madness. have you. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Just, re- Reefer Matt, now that like it's, this is, we should cut this out. But now that it's pots legal everywhere, does re- does the idea of a Reefer Madness musical uh, carry weight anymore? Or is it even more I fun? Think, is it even I think funnier? It's actually, I think it's actually funnier because it's so satirical of like how, stupid people viewed like if you smoke one yeah. puff of weed you'll go crazy and start yeah, raping like, everyone around you yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and we sort of like i we sort of played you and i played these like maniacal crazy um, potheads sex addicts yeah sex addict <laughs> potheads it's good times it was a good week yeah, it was great not was that great. i've not that i've ever done pop but i'll tell you what the, the if i ever had uh it my impulse would certainly not be to a get off the couch at all but be run out in the streets and be predatory in any way. I'm th- right. if I can if I can order up some Uber Eats, I'm doing good. I was going to say I, the only thing I'm predatory towards is a, a pint of Ben and Jerry's at that point. <laughs> Box of Girl Scout cookies. Look at yeah, out. give me those Samoas, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh. Um, Eric. Yes. Let's get to the task at hand here. We yep. have mm. some counting down to do. Yeah. Um, but I also think we have a game to play. Before oh my gosh. So there. I'm happy. Oh, I'm so happy about this. I love All right. Games. So this is going to fit right in. This is going to be diva dis or dat. Okay. <laughs> once again, as disgust as the wordsmith that I am, I love alliteration. Disgust. Oh my gosh. Let's discuss diva dis or dat. That's dope. <laughs> that's daring. Uh, it is daring. <laughs> Courageous and caring. But that's the Gummy Bears theme song, which is also a masterpiece. <laughs> Listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play uh, sound clips okay. from uh, two of our favorite divas. Some have been mentioned. Some. There's only two. One has already been mentioned <laughs> on my list hitherto, and maybe one will or will not make my list. But I'm going to put it to you and all of our listeners to decide which version of this. This is uh, Bernadette Peters and Patti Lapone both singing the Sondheim classic, Eric, the Sondheim classic, Being Alive. From company okay. live song. in concert great song do you have any well we'll get to it in a moment <laughs> yeah um it's one of my favorite songs of all time it'll probably end up in a countdown at some point 
but they both sing it. They're singing it in the same key in very different ways. Mm. Okay. And I want to play it for you, and I want to get your reactions on which one floats your respective boat. Okay. Here, let's start. <laughs> let's start uh, <laughs> with the danger. Uh, Diva Disterdat. Here's Bernadette Peters singing "Being Alive." Bernadette. Okay. My God. Okay. Listen, she beating okay. that is going to be hard. Yeah, that the danger is real, my friends. She gets up to that last being, and you're like, I don't know. It's pretty crunchy. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to make it. But it's so big. It is so what an, over the what top. What an orchestra behind her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Carnegie Hall, baby. Carnegie wow, wow, Hall. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Yeah. All right. So that was the diss. Let me hear the diss. Yeah. Okay. And here is the dat. Patty Lapone live being a live. Got <laughs> it. I mean, was that a diphthong change heart... right at the end of that? I, that she is she that little diphthong yeah. trick. She's yeah. the queen of the diphthong. She is. She's wow. the diphthongiest of them all. The but okay. so my, thong, thong, my biggest takeaway is the yeah. danger on that penultimate note. Oh yeah. Where Patty like lays into it to be like, that's easy for me, kids. I'm smoking a cigarette and eating a uh, Malamar right now. Yep. And Bernadette Peters is like bleeding at the throat to give it to you with all that she's got. My, yeah. If I had to pick one, I yeah, think I would take the first half or first three quarters of Bernadette, but then the last note of Patty. So Ooh. this and that. It's this and this. that. Can you really have it all in this life? What do you think, Charles? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 2023. Come on. That's right. It's 2020 me, goddammit. Ugh. I listen, so, my money, my money goes on Bernadette on that one. I love them both so much, but the, I just feel like she's like going to expire completely by the end yes. of that song. I feel like this is the last thing she's going to give us on this planet. And I think it's worth it. I think I that's the you. way to go. I hear um, you, but I'm going Patty on that, on that yeah? one for the, for the option up. I like an yeah. option up. Yeah. So <laughs> and the diphthong, uh, come on. Yeah. Live. Um, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you guys. You've heard this story, but I'll tell it again on this podcast because <laughs> I, I don't story. think I've I don't think I've and told now, it publicly before. A section yeah. we like to call 
Eric's shame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is that's what this should be called. Join All us. Right. So, uh, rewind in time back to about the year two thousand and eleven or so, uh, eleven or twelve, and um, Sutton Foster was uh, in Naples, Florida. And my parents live in Fort Myers, Florida, which is only about half an hour away. Uh, Sutton and I had done Shrek the Musical on Broadway together. So I knew her and I knew that she was coming down to Naples. And I was like, oh, we should go see her show. She was doing like a cabaret little mini tour. So we went to the show, me and my parents, my wife, and uh, and it was we had a good time. And Sutton was spectacular. And she sang this song at the end that I was unfamiliar with uh, called Being Alive. And um it was that song right there. And I thought she was so amazing. And so when we went backstage to say hello to her after the show, uh, I was like, Sutton, oh my God, you were so great. I said, what was that song at the end about like being alive and sit in my chair? And I was like, did somebody write that for you? That was like such a great song. And she looked at me with just complete disappointment in her eyes. And she said, Eric, that's from Company by Stephen Sondheim. You <laughs> You need to know these things. You've been on Broadway. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just kidding. I was just pretending. But I, uh, yeah, I was unfamiliar with that song. Uh, I was a bad musical theater kid, but uh, she was amazing in it. And now I love the song. That's amazing. That's I actually like story. tying it back to Billy Porter. I don't know if you had ever seen his reimagining of the Sondheim, uh, some of the Sondheim canon, but he no. had written a show, it was a review, I think, called Being Alive. Um, oh. And I first saw it in Westport, Connecticut at, Paul, I mean, Paul Newman had a theater up there. Mm -hmm. yep. um, salad dressings, theaters, is there anything that can stop this man? <laughs> I thought you were saying it was called salad dressing. I know, theater. I was like, uh, <laughs> oh. I don't think so, but you know what, I, they change all the time, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> Thousand Island Theater. Thousand Island Theater. Uh, I can't. I was about to make like seven salad dressing jokes. But yeah, so he so he wrote this beautiful show and people like Josh Henry were in it, Patina Miller, Rima Webb. I think Michael Kilgore was in a, a version of it at one point. Holy it shit. was really beautiful. And like, Amazing. and I just did the life with Billy. And if there's one thing Billy can do, it's reimagine a song or, oh, yeah. a, you know, a, 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 a storyline. Um and and infuse that you know either the, you know the Black American experience or Black American music or just a more contemporary vibe. It was really really cool. So you just you know, listed like five of the best singers in the game. Oh, so I know it, you should have heard. I mean, it like those singers. Rima Webb. Yeah. Rima. I love that. Yeah. Rima it. a very good friend of mine. Um, yes. Can I tell you a fun Billy story? Billy Porter story that I have. Uh -huh. So. When I was doing uh, Shrek and I had this, we, my wife, Lisa, and I had this amazing apartment at 41st and 10th. It was I remember when, it. You remember that apartment? It was yes. like, had this huge balcony. It, we only got it because it was oh. like at the bottom of the like depression when like they couldn't give away apartments in New York. And we got this beautiful luxury building nice with this enormous <laughs> uh, patio, like a private patio. It was amazing. Anyways, I was having a barbecue and, uh, my buddy Dennis Stowe, uh, you guys yes, might know, I uh, was sure. like, "Hey, I'm coming to the barbecue." I was like, "Great!" He's like, "Can I bring my friend?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Now, the night before, I again in my naivete of musical theater history, I was unfamiliar with Billy Porter. But then, literally, literally the night before, I was watching "So You Think You Could Dance," and somebody did a dance to one of Billy Porter's songs, and I remember being like, "Oh my god, this guy is amazing!" I had no idea he was a musical theater person. I just thought he did pop music, super expressive and amazing voice. So I went and I literally downloaded like his entire catalog that night, and I started listening to it all that night and the next day, and then that next evening. 
Dennis was like, oh, I'm going to bring my friend to your barbecue. And it was Billy Porter at my door like a day later. And then he came and we had a good time. But it was, I was you like, manifested Billy Porter. I manifested Billy Porter into my life. It. Like a genie. Um, but here's the real question. What does Billy Porter eat at a barbecue? <sighs> Can't remember. Can't okay. remember. Fair enough. Probably, Send probably us your thoughts. Burning. Let's get him on the show and ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, we brought you here for a very important reason. <laughs> Did you like my cheeseburgers? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's got to be a porterhouse, right? Yeah. Oh, porterhouse. That's good. Yes. Danny right. Jordan oh, for the win. Danny sneaking in. I'm going to go on mute again now. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Danny. Oh, it's my a gosh. Porterhouse like... over here. Uh, well, listen, I think the it's second you walked house. into your apartment, it became a porterhouse. That's right. Okay. Listen, we got, we got a job. We got a job to do. Mm. Uh, and Eric, you're going to help us do the job. We counted down 10 through 7, 10 through 6, six. whatever math is. <laughs> Patty Lapone landed at my 6. And now it's time to do top 5 greatest Broadway divas of all time. Oh! Uh, I'm terrified. Can I, I want to talk about this for a second because okay. I've, I've suffered severe mental anguish over the last several days over this, yes. these lists. Yes. And I sent Danny five to 700 text messages about my changes that I wanted to make. And 10 to six was already locked in because we yeah. already recorded that. But then I was, you know, as we were leading up to the recording day, I was like, Oh, I'm going to change that to that. Just kidding. I'm changing that. And so like, I have a, I have an, an arsenal. I have my divas. I have my five through one, but I also have like my 11 plus or the like, sure. you know, last minute changes I may want to make. And so I was looking at the list the other day. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to make that number five. No, no. I, Danny, I'm, I'm, I'm just so I just want to say that before we start this and before our listeners may or may not shame us or agree with us, just know that this is not easy. And I encourage you to make your own list and share them with us so that you, too, can experience the pain yes. and, the, <laughs> and the joy and sharing all of the, the emotions. Pain, sharing the pain since 2023. That's right. So uh Sorry, but if you want idea. to get into, if you want to get into some of these uh, honorable mentions and a top 15, all you got to yeah. do is join us on Patreon because we, we exactly. are dropping those for our Patreon family only. All right. It be, I, I share your pain. I feel your pain. Eric, I did just, you feel pain? Oof. Yeah, I did. I did feel pain. I Because yeah. I also am just joining now from five through one. So I didn't get a, a 10 through six. So I have oh, a few, yeah. I have a few people that I will mention as my sort of honorable mentions that will Amazing. be essentially fall into the 10 through six. Do you know what I found in the in the past? I feel better about these kinds of things of missing people that I feel I am directly insulting by not including them. And by people, I mean cast albums. And uh, it makes me feel better when when Cheryl's has something that I wanted to put on my list but didn't make sure. my top. It gets list. representation. Has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I can be like, yeah, but me too. Also, me too. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I also am, think that too with you. Um, so hopefully we can help each other out and be a soft place to land and the bloodbath yeah. won't be so, I don't know, bloody. bloody? All right. Uh, I'll start, but let's do a quick red let's hot recap. recap. Yes. Of, of my okay. So in number 10, I had Stephanie J. Block. I've never, we've never had a, a musical theater actress who works this prolifically, who has this kind of range. Her voice has real thrill factor. I think we will look back in the annals of musical theater history and we will really be glad that we had Stephanie J. Block. I think even though she's super modern, I think she is timeless and a, a force to be reckoned with. My number nine was Kristen Chenoweth. I think she's also a true original and and will be hailed in the halls of musical theater. Um, my number eight, Gwen, the great Gwen Verdon. 
the great Gwen yes. Burden is my number eight. Because don't forget, people, she was winning Tonys before she knew Bob Fosse. That's what I'm saying. Uh, number seven, Leia Salonga. Correct. Is in there. Absolutely. And my number six was Patti LuPone. There, so that's where we landed. Okay. My number five. Drum roll, please. Mm. Julie Andrews. A good okay. one. Julie Andrews. Camelot. My Fair Lady. Victor Victoria. The Boyfriend. Bedknob. Wait, no, that's not her. Um, But The Sound of Music. Film. I, it's Julie Andrews is so much. The Boyfriend. Much... Did you say The Boyfriend? I did say The Boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Who would she was debut? And then she's gone on to direct it. Yes. A whole bunch of times. And let's not forget the time she did Victor Victoria on Broadway and she snubbed the Tony Awards and refused her leading actress nomination because the rest of the show got panned and nobody else from the show got nominated. And she said, I love my company too much. I refuse I your that. nomination, yeah. which I think is a badass, badass move. Um, but she encompasses so much of what is beautiful about musical theater to me. And the resume speaks for for itself. I mean, mm -hmm. the Princess Diaries, people, the Princess Diaries. Tell me, tell me this, because I, yeah. I feel like I've heard this, but I don't know the, the exact story. Was the deal that she like had a, a vocal surgery and they like yeah. hurt her voice and then she couldn't sing again or something? Yes, and That's... it was a doctor that a lot of us, a lot of, of people in our industry right. have been to. to. Have been to, oh. yeah. And yeah. was it just a, he just did, he or she did something, a mistake? and. My understanding oh my is that there was just a mishap and like a, a tiny nick. I mean, you think about yeah. the parts of the oh, body. They're you're so they're specific. So your vocal cords are super fragile. I mean, yeah. right. Like you, you yeah. Know, yeah. And she, yeah. and it, and it kind of ruined her singing career, wow. um, which is, uh, you know, shame. yeah, shame, 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 shame. Uh, so Julie Andrews has my five. Um, the Hills are alive. They are alive. <laughs> Girls. I just want to say that, that might be showing up on my list as well. Julianne oh. might be on my list as well. Is it at uh, five? It is not at five, but before I get there, also they're fixing, they're like remodeling the apartment above me. So if that's the banging you hear, if you hear anything. I don't hear it, but all I can say to that is congratulations. They haven't fixed anything in my building since the 20s. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so before I get to my number five, let me remind you of my 10 through six. Number 10 was a tie between Heather Headley and Sherry Renee Scott because- mm. Aida. I, thank you. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Lilius White for obvious reasons, but for me, it was the life. Um, and just like Lily, her Lilius Whiteness. Um, number eight, Leia Salonga, which you also said, Miss Saigon is one of my favorite shows. Uh, number seven, Debbie Allen, Triple Threat. Amazing. Uh, I mean- directing now doing all of the things all the hyphens and i just watched a clip of debbie allen yeah. on the tonys doing um anita and west side story yes. it just showed up on like an instagram feed and i was watching it literally this morning and i was like her this anita was incredible yeah. her anita was incredible um yeah and she played charity and sweet charity yeah. too yeah uh and my number six was the kit mm. that's right which i i love I love yeah. that. Didn't I, see it coming, have, but love it. Well, I know. And this is the thing about my list. Some of these, like, I didn't think I would include them. Like, some of them are, like, a little more golden age than I actually would have uh, thought I would would veer. But here we are. Uh, number five. Okay, I have one. Uh, see, I have two names here. <laughs> 
there's a theme kind of because these are like these two these two divas i'm gonna just say them both one of them i saw as a child when i was a child and she completely influenced my career moving forward and another one i worked with uh and she really she was just such a class act on and off stage that i wanted to include her and she's incredible so my first number five is vanessa williams Ooh, oh nice Ooh. When I was a young girl, I tell this, see, I tell this story all the time, but when I was a kid, we drove from Pittsburgh to New York and we saw Kiss of the Spider Woman and Vanessa Williams was starring in it. And I was just completely spellbound at the fact that there was a woman who looked like me front and center leading this show she was stunning she was dancing she was singing she was acting she was completely captivating and then i got to meet her afterwards it just like that completely changed my my sort of like view of what what was possible you know what i mean because i was dancing and i always knew that i wanted to perform but i was like oh she's the star you can be the star and um, she, they made they made an additional cast recording of kiss of the spider woman so that her. Vanessa Williams would have a recording. Yeah. Uh, she starred as the witch in uh, the Into the Woods Into the revival. Woods. She was nominated for a Tony. One. Um, when is she going to come back to Broadway? Well, she just did POTUS. She did. Oh, she yeah. was hilarious in POTUS. Oh, yeah. I didn't POTUS. See it. Hilarious. Yeah. She was wearing Croc high-heeled shoes. And I. <laughs> they were Crocs that had a heel on them. I don't, mind blown. Form uh. and function. I don't know about that, but okay. that's, a, that's a crock of shit if you ask me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my, wow, I'm really, that Celsius really kicked in. Um, my tie for number five is uh, Singing in the Heavens now, but she's in one of my favorite musicals of all time. We did spam a lot together, but she uh, won a Tony Award for her role in Passion. Did she win or was she nominated? I think it's she was Marin nominated. It's Maron Maisie. I do that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the late great Marin Maisie. Um, actually, I would. We should play because because we love ragtime so much. We should play mm. a little oh. excerpt of "Goodbye My Love." Oh, "Goodbye My Love" or "Back to Before." Ooh. Back yeah. Okay. Let's play. Before is so before. good. Let's play "Back to Before." Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a time when you Chills all over my body, my legs the, got chills. The pinginess of back is yes. like so in the pocket and so perfectly placed and, and it's so still bright. so rich and, and warm so at the rich. same time. Oh God. What I love about that is that her 11 o'clock number there is that she is the queen of the perfect mix, right? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Always the mix goddess. Yes. And at yeah. the end of that song, she opens up to such 
a, a raw full throated belt moment that yeah, just yeah. like amps the amps the the stakes up to the highest level. It's so thrilling. And the other love part, that pick. yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you go and watch, like, there's uh, lots of bootleg tapes of it on YouTube. I swear her jaw, like, unhinges. disconnects. It, like, unhinges. Her mouth is so open. It's shocking. I mean, it obviously is helping her, you know, tone and, and sound. But, my God, it's like she hits these notes and it's like her jaw is, like, at her waist. Well, that's what, when I did Spam a lot with her, I would I would watch her up close singing yeah. find your grail and yeah. uh, even at the beginning come with me call and, and she was just like <laughs> just so relaxed and her yeah. jaw was just so relaxed and yet though crazy. too there was like this crazy spin that she had too right. yeah and i you know it, it was just i was so taken by her because first of all she is so iconic but also like you know i, I had seen so many ladies of the lake and i understand i didn't get to work sure. with sada but i'd seen sada um, Lauren Kennedy was Lady of the Lake when I joined, and then Marin came in, and she just completely like, she just was herself. She wasn't trying to be anybody else. She she was like her own funny, you know what I mean? Within the within the confines of the writing, she was just one thousand percent herself. She sang it the way Marin sings things, you know what I yeah. mean? And it was yeah. still it was so effective. She was gorgeous. Yeah, and she and and off stage she was just like all for all of those things she was on stage off stage she was abroad she was like well, yeah. you know what I mean she was so accessible and 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 personable and fun and funny and and just like such a such a class act. Well, think about that though. She did spam a lot, and uh, of course, we, ragtime and passion. Kiss me, Kate. Kiss me, Kate. She also did next to normal. Right. Oh, yeah. She replaced Alice Jason, Ripley in next to normal. Yeah. And she also did, I saw her do Carrie the musical yes. at the Ooh. Lucille Lortel, which was wild. So the range, darling. That's the range. what I mean, the versatility. Uh, I'll tell you this. I was a reader for that production of Guys and Dolls that had like Oliver Platt and- uh, Yes, uh, the Des Mackinoff. Yeah, that Des yes. one. Um, and she came in for Adelaide and she was so good. She Because Des, when he does like final callbacks, he likes the reader to be like up on the stage yeah. with them. And so like, she like full on like grabbed me and like kissed me and was like running around. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. But Marin was spectacular as Adelaide. I would have loved to see that. And, and just to Eric's fearless. point, just fearless. watch her mouth move in any video you can find of her. I am with you. I've been obsessed. This sounds so creepy. I've been obsessed with Marin Maisie's mouth since mouths began. I, it, she, it's, it's amazing, mouth, it's, though. If we had a it's list, if this, was, if this was a countdown of- Are we going to do like, top 10 mouths? Top Broadway 10 mouths. Uh, she's 100% number one. I love that. Eric. Oh, this is to me. Yes. You're, it's okay. time, baby. Uh, I'm going to give you my, my sort of honorable mentions that would have been in my- 10 through six okay. um, in, in no particular order. Uh, you got to have Leah Salonga. I'm glad that she was represented yep. on your list. Um, I think you got to have some Ethel Merman, right? Sure. Like sure. the original sure, sure. The OG yeah. sort yep. of, the, the, I love the story about her that like she never used a mic yep. and that you could hear her down the street, like outside of the theater. And I think that's just spectacular. Um, and then my other one that I that didn't make my list, but is so great, not a musical theater person, but an actress, Uta Hagen, Uta Hagen, who, you know, has a great Eric. book, Respect for Acting. I, I, I kind of put her on this list because I have a great story about her. Um, she, I, she was doing a production of like six dance lessons in seven weeks or something like that. It's play with David Hyde Pierce out in LA when I was in college and I came out to LA for a thing. 
and we got to see the show and then she came out to do a Q&A afterwards and she was the pinnacle of what a leading lady we imagined they would be she the show ended and we probably waited at least 45 minutes maybe an hour before she came out for the Q&A when she came out she had a hat on sunglasses and a cigarette and a glass of bourbon and she sat down crossed her legs and she said all right, what do you want to ask me? And then people started asking questions and almost every question she'd say, have you read my book? And if they uh-huh. said no, she'd say, read the fucking book. Next question. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was wild, but she was truly, I mean, of those actresses that came, you know, from the group theater and all that stuff, yeah. she was so present and so alive and so connected. And like, you could not take your eyes off her. And yet she was totally natural, but totally thrilling it was she was spectacular so Udahaga made my and let's not forget she gets a shout out in La Vie Boheme from Rent that's right she does Mm -hmm. she's in there she's a lyric and that's why that that was our number one cast album that's That's right right. (laughs) ties it back to the past because Um, we have respect for acting that's right (laughs) all right so my all right my number five this is a I'm sort of purposeful in this list my number five is not somebody who's necessarily like a icon yet but I think she's on her way. She's a friend of mine and I wanted to highlight her because I think she's so insanely talented and has a huge, amazing career in front of her. And that's Taylor Amon Jones. Do you guys know Taylor? Ah, Of course. Yeah. She is spectacular. She, um, you know, sort of most notably, I guess, is that she starred in the new um, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Oh my God, we didn't uh, even talk Andy. about that. It's going to London. Oh, it's going we to didn't London, yeah. We talk about that theater news. Yes, yes. Gary Mitchell is directing that production. Yes, yes. So she Which was in- Switch, right? Because he wasn't directing it before. That's right. No, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, I she's saw her current... in Chicago. Yes. I, saw her, I mean, I saw her do that show in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. in Chicago. Uh, she's in Six right now. She was in yep. the, um, she played Peggy in the tour of Hamilton and she was so funny as Peggy. Oh my God. She was in Emoji Land, Groundhog Day, Head Over Heels, um, I did a production of um, uh, The Tale of Despero by- uh, at, Oh, yes. Uh, um, where was it? At, I remember the, that. At the Old Globe. And it was this really cool little show, but she was in it. And I just think that Taylor is like, she has such presence on stage. She has such power. She has such um, specificity. She is a beautiful singer an amazing actress, like doesn't try to push either one. She's just like full tilt at both. I just think she's amazing. I think she's up to amazing things and that she's going to someday on a future, you know, 20 years from now, when we're on episode, you know, 3072, we're going to be talking about, you know, how she is an icon of theater. So Taylor Ramon Jones is my number five. 3000 episodes when we're counting down our favorite Broadway snacks. That's right. Run out of ideas. (laughs) I like a peanut. Best ushers. I like a pastille. Uh, I love that. Her voice is thrilling, too. Yeah, it is. That voice is pretty damn exciting. And she writes her own music, too, which is very good. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Oh, she did a set for us. I have a a series I did with with the Times Square Alliance called Broadway Buskers, where I have all the people who are Broadway performers who write their own music. And during the pandemic, she did a virtual concert for us of her original stuff. It was very, very cool. She's great. Um, Multifaceted. Oh, yeah. All right. Number four. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not even going to set this up because it's you you get it. And if you don't get it, get into it. And if you refuse to get into it, I can't help you. <laughs> my number four is Cheetah Rivera. Oh my gosh. Yes. Cheetah. 
Her name is we Cheetah. Have very and not similar taste, Charles. Yes, Cheetah Rivera, number four, Kiss of the Spider Woman, um, The Rink, Bye Bye Birdie, her one-one yes. show, Dancers Life, West Side Story, of course, The Visit, which was this yes. fascinating Candor and Ebb piece that she did not so long ago. Um, the revival of Edwin Drood. She is an icon in icon. She's an icon in every way. <laughs> she's the best of the best. She's a zillion years old and she's still kicking and literally still kicking. Yes. Um, and she is my sister in replaced hips. Um, yep. I adore and worship at the altar of Cheetah Rivera. There it is. Number four. I like it. I love it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I. This is very. This is very revealing. Things I already knew from our years long friendship, Ben. But we we got the same, got the same taste. Do you know what? The truth is in the list. It really. The is. truth is in the countdown. If you merely that's right. trust it. Oh, right. that's our merch. The truth is in the countdown. I like that. <laughs> and then a and then a chime. Ding. And then a chime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, can you put a chime on a shirt? Like the sound of a. T- Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's like one of those books that you open that you can never mind. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my number four is same. It needs no, I'm not even gonna like, there's, it don't need any fluff. It's very apparent who, that why she's a diva. Number four, your diva and mine, Jennifer <laughs> motherfucking Holiday. Hey, yeah. and I am telling you, I am okay. not going now. See, now we've got a contender for, for best Broadway mouth. See, that is a good Broadway mouth. Not a contender. That's that mouth is doing doing a lot of work too. Yeah, that's a good Broadway mouth. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good Broadway mouth. Do we want to do we want to listen to a little bit of the end of? And you, and you. We have to. I think so. Yeah. I heard this well I was I watched the video I was I was a teenager in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and my I was working on this show with Billy and two of my co my castmates were like they were referencing it right and I was like huh so they proceed to show me YouTube the YouTube perform the YouTube video of her Tony performance yeah so I'm sitting here like a young teenager I was like who is this? I had no idea. And just like the whole bit at the end, it was like so powerful. And I was like, wait, it's still going. This song is epic. <laughs> Who is this woman? What is this? Um, and then all those years later, I got to do the show in London and Jennifer Holiday came to see it. Uh, um, and Amber Riley got to do that whole number. That we, makes we, me. We all got to do the show, but she got to, she got to do to do that iconic <laughs> song for her, and she couldn't have been lovelier and more supportive and and um, just lovely. 
Do you know who loves that performance, that Tony performance? And the whole vocal performance when you listen to it is just wild. The gays, the homos really love that. Yes. I'll tell you how I know this for sure. Because there used to be a bar that would do this huge musical Mondays. Splash, right? It was called Splash, yeah. And they would have the giant screen and they would play all the musical theater sound clips. And it was always near the end of the night when they would play this. And if you have want good, good old-fashioned gay entertainment, watch about 400 homosexuals become <laughs> Jennifer Holiday. Watching <laughs> Jennifer Holiday do, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. It it's is true. I know every word. nuance, right? Every, every nuance. Single Do you guys know that gesture. one point where she goes, tear down the mountains? Yes. She does a little mini fan kick. Go back and yes. watch the clip. She does a little Ronde yes. de Jam, as it were, for our ballet aficionados out there. And you're like, what, what, what was that choice? Brilliance. That's what that was. Obsessed. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that Good choice. choice. Yep. Very good. And you know what? It, it's a nice little segue to my next choice uh, because wow. I saw uh, Jennifer Holiday in Color Purple. And my next choice is from the color purple, and that is Cynthia Erivo. At For Nova sure. Oh, my. Yes. yes. West End yes. and Broadway legends. Yes. Already. Now, it, it really boils down to one performance for me, but obviously an entire yeah. body of work. And now she's a movie star, and I'm so happy for her. But if you go and watch I'm Here from the Tony Awards, which was a perfect representation of how it was in the show, it I, I don't know that I've ever seeing someone more connected to their emotion and letting the emotion like totally spill out of them without judgment, but also being in control. Does that make sense? Ooh. Like, I feel like as actors, we a lot of times go one of two ways. We either are like, all right, I'm just going to really like feel the emotion and no choice is right or wrong. And I'm just like, yeah. and it's the truth. And so it's good or bad. That's, this is what it is. Or we're like, I'm trying to craft a performance and know exactly how to like, Maybe it's not as most emotionally connected, but I still it's more intentional. Like, it's sort more of intentional, like, right? Yeah. But she feels like she's doing both at the exact same time yes. in a way that I've never seen anybody do, yeah. where she just is so raw, like so truly, truly vulnerable, and yet completely crafted and knows exactly like how to move her body and when to move her body and when to lean into it and when to pull. It is a masterclass. So uh, we should listen to a little bit of I'm Here from Cynthia Arrivio. Arrivio, yeah sorry. Ha. Yeah you like got that to the exact right, right point. place you're pretty brilliant you're like good at this or something it's weird. Yeah. To produce. I, i've got some practice yeah uh that's oh, so good though right unbelievable yes uh they, they don't play that at the broadway rave i'm shutting the place down yeah that, my phantom that's, that's and... the that's the song at the end that's yeah. like thank oh. you for coming uh-huh yeah. please yeah. clean up now your... you're spent and leave yeah 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 <laughs> 
Uh, so I, when I heard the announcement of her casting in the Wicked film, which has been so hotly anticipated for so yes. long, and I heard that and I went, duh. Yeah. Of course. God. He's going to be the only album. I and I predict I can't that wait, yeah. and when they release that film soundtrack, I think whatever she ends up doing with Defying Gravity is going to end up being oh like a full blown let it go radio hit. I have yeah. a feeling. But even like the thing is, too, and it's it sort of like in, in line with what Eric was saying, too, it's like, she has like it's the it's those big really exciting moments but like i want to hear her sing i'm not that girl too yes. like she yeah. because there's so mm. much emotion behind what she's singing so yeah. like something as vulnerable as that i think is even is is just as or or even more powerful sometimes like yeah. the way she interprets a song is is so gorgeous and also does she just seem i don't know her but does she just seem like she is the singular coolest person that's ever lived like yeah like style attitude vulnerability openness control strength like all of these things yeah. i am like uh throwing on to her from what i what i observe of cynthia yeah. revo yeah. that it, like i feel is aspirational yeah like yeah, she agreed. seems like she's got it figured out as a person and just knows yeah. herself so well so i wonder if she's good at comedy do we know if she's ever done it in comedy oh I do you know what I wouldn't I, I wouldn't dare her because I bet she'd come back at us with something so, so damn good. funny yeah. that we'd shit our pants. I love it. Yeah, but she's amazing. And it would be an honor. Absolutely amazing. It I also I actually have I love that show. I love the color purple. I saw the original, and so Lashans is is somewhere on my in, on my honorable mention list because yes. because Lashans also yes. was once on this island, but. That score, the color purple score. I don't I don't. Oh, that's also somewhere in my like honorable mention. Uh, cast album list for albums well. yeah because that that score is just yeah it's, it's gorgeous Beautiful. well and yeah. that song in particular i'm here is one of those oh. songs that starts over four times yes right? yeah songs over and like but you know what you need you need this bridge which right. is yeah. different than the last bridge <laughs> and then we're gonna bring it home with a familiar theme or oh, not yeah. stay tuned <laughs> all right number three oh my gosh it's getting really hot in here it's really intense i'm hot under the collar i'm hot under the collar I'm hot under the collar for this performer who is uh, so I, oh, I've got mail. It's so iconic. <laughs> and we throw that word around when you're doing best Broadway divas of all time. But uh, recent, we very, very recently lost the brilliant, the legendary, the one and only Angela Lansbury. Yeah. My number three yeah. Broadway diva of all time. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Uh, bed tops and broomsticks. I was hard to say that yeah, earlier, <laughs> but I've swapped my British theater stars. Um, she, but she worked. She did a little night music on Broadway yes. in her nineties with Elaine Stritch. With, yeah, uh, it was. It's just crazy to me the the breadth and the amount of work going back to Dear World and Mame, and uh, there's just nothing that Angela Lansbury couldn't do. And uh, I mean, and Murder, She Wrote is the gift to all of us. I have know? a question for you. Yes. So yeah. I love Angela Lansbury as well. Yes. And obviously she was a little bit before our time. So when we came to her, she was already sort of grandmotherly, right? Yes. Yeah. But it seems like when you go back and watch even her early young stuff that she has captured that quality of being like warm or grandmotherly. And I'm wondering, are we putting that on her when we look at her old stuff because of we know how well she encapsulated that as an older actress or do you think that at a young age she picked up like this is my lane this is what i can do really well 
that's an amazing question. question because also don't forget that we think of her as Mrs. Potts. Right. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So we definitely get that grandmotherly thing from her, but I'm, I've got just the answer for you. If you oh really go back for Angela Lansbury, she was kind of a cupie doll sex pot back in wow. the day. She's got these big wacky Betty Boop eyes. Yeah. And yeah. Very kind of cupie doll. And she was kind of sexy. And if you look up on YouTube, you will find Angela Lansbury at some point in her career. I'm going to say this was probably in the 80s. Um, did this whole video about her self-care routines that what? involves Angela Lansbury in a bathtub applying lotion to her not full. You don't see the full naked body, but she's clearly naked. And she's talking about how she treats her skin and the emollients that she feels and and like is giving herself a bath on video. And I dare you to watch this, my friends. So wow. I think that there was definitely a vixeny, cherubic Period. sex pot. Albeit uh, clean. Vibe to her in, in her Very early clean. days. And then we think of her as as doting grandma as well, which once again, the range darling. But yeah. I think she was hot to trot, you know, because even in uh, Maine was had it certainly had its um, nurturing aspects yeah. to it, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I think that there was a sex pot, just tiger waiting to get out. Wow. Love Angela Lansbury. already gotten out and just crawled back in to the bathtub. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> but and just for our <laughs> listeners, please be very careful when giving your tiger a bath. Um, it's, <laughs> if you find yourself in that situation, I just think it needs to be said, be very, very careful. They don't like water. Please. Uh, that's my number three. Like <laughs> most cats. Yeah. I actually had Angela Lansbury on my list. The big cat. I actually, <laughs> I can't deal with this. I actually had Angela Lansbury on my list and then I took her off because I was like, listen, like there's some, there's some divas that I'm like, we know. I mean, it's like, they're like, so like indisputable but i'm glad you mentioned it because yeah. it makes me feel better about my choices um yeah. i'm gonna go back to another british actress that you've already mentioned for my number three and i my number three was julie andrews oh and i was very surprised that she was so high up on my list but actually going back to spam a lot when i was going into the show and learning lady of the lake they they referenced her a lot for one of the numbers in the show as, as sort of like, you know, as a comp to sort of like model your your performance after, you know, just sort of like, you know, the very like overpronounced yeah. Yeah, diction. Yes. Um, and so I just gained, I mean, I all, I've always loved Julie Andrews, duh, but I, I gained a newfound appreciation and respect for her after after sort of studying her so much. What a fun way to come to Julie Andrews though, too. What a fun way to like, she's so impressionists yeah. always included julie andrews right yeah. right and obviously imitation is the most sincere form of flattery but any impressionist worth their salt is always going to give you Ooh, you know fuck me yeah. like an animal exactly. you know they'll do the julie andrews version of whatever yeah, it is if i had a nickel for every time i have heard that in the julie andrews voice bang you are you've never been more right about that i'm keeping the books girls i'm keeping the books you really are yeah, yeah but Did it's, you guys yeah it's go, no go ahead did you guys ever see, maybe not because you don't have kids, but there was a show on Netflix called Julie's Green Room that yes. was really great. And it was like a kid's show all, and Julie Andrews hosted it with a bunch of puppets. And yes. she basically like explained all the different parts of theater and like, what's the script writer? What's the box office manager? What's a lighting designer do? And it was such a great, great show. So any of our listeners that have young kids that they're trying to introduce like the basics of theater to should Jeff definitely check out uh, Julie's green room. I think it was on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. 
I I may have even been on HBO. Is oh, that, it might have been. You're, you know, that I weird? Think you might be right. I think that. Yeah, I think um, you're right. That's I not just the think weirdest thing you've thought today, for sure. It's probably not weird going back to the tiger bath of it all. <laughs> um, <laughs> the truth is in the countdown. Uh, I uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's move on. <laughs> HBO. HBO, not Netflix. <laughs> yes. Great. But Julie Great. Andrews. Oh, I was going to say, if if for for our religious friends out there, I like to believe that heaven huh. is just spending a lot of time with Julie Andrews and puppets, right? Like, what else yeah. do you want for an eternity of of comfort and joy? Absolutely, I love it. Number th- number um, three, right. number three for me. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sutton Lenore Foster. Oh, Sutton yeah, Lenore. Sutton Lenore. Yes, yes, yes. Um, sure, sure, I sure. feel like she is a she is one of our most prolific modern leading ladies, leading divas. You know, she is still in the prime of her career, uh, but has already accomplished so much and so many great shows and so many I, sort of iconic performances in those shows. Um, and then as a person, she's just like one of the classiest ladies I've ever met. And yeah. um, she's so much fun to work with. She is funny. She can sing her face off. And she has that kind of thing that I was talking a little bit with Cynthia about of just being like, she can tap into her emotions, but her craft, the way that she crafts a performance to just be a star. Like she knows how to take a stage and take a minute and raise an eyebrow and turn a shoulder and that just like has the audience in her hands. And that's not a skill that everybody has. And she definitely has it in spades. I love her sort of origin story of, you know, doing the yeah. thoroughly modern Millie out in San Diego. And they were like, this girl's a star. We're going to make her this. You know, it's just a classic sort of story. And she's just great. So, I mean, she's done so many good shows. Obviously, you got, you know, Anything Goes, um, Drowsy Chaperone, Little Women, Young Frankenstein, Shrek. Uh, she was great in The Music Man, which I uh, recently saw. And she's just, she's just How about best. that sweet charity off Broadway? I didn't Stop. see that. Starring was... as Mariah McGavern. Oh, I was in that. That's so weird. <laughs> I was in that too. <laughs> Do oh my gosh. I my Lucille Lortel nominated role. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Do applause. No, it's um, true. And and like also can do, you know, dance, sing, act, comedy, yeah. drama. I mean, like all, all. all the things. Yeah. I will never forget sitting at the uh, Marquee Theater and watching Thoroughly Modern Millie, the original cast. And at the end of act one, and she does Gimme Gimme. And uh, I just, I, you, the air went out of the room. Yeah. The air went out of this giant theater and everybody kind of slowly zombied their way into the lobby and just looked at each other wide-eyed and slack-jawed. And there was this really great appreciation for what we'd all just experienced, which was the birth of a new star. Yeah. Like we, this is, this is the, it's such a moment in time um, that was so clear. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, Gimme Gimme, yeah? Okay. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Gimme Cupid's
well, come on. There it is. Yeah. Come on. No, I actually was going to say too, I was, I was in my head while we were listening to that. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, Janine's story. And then I realized that I also loved her performance in Violet. Did I heard, Violet? I didn't see that, but I heard that was legendary. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful yeah. production. And it was also directed by Lee Silverman, which is how they ended up working on Sweet Charity together, how we all did. But um, it was just, it was a beautiful production. And I and and just to see a different side of of yeah, Sutton yeah. and 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 her, you know, she refuses uh, to be put in any sort of a box too. She yeah. keeps choosing yeah. projects that keep us keep us on our toes. And yeah. you know, Marion, for example, in the Music Man, everybody kind of went, "What? Huh?" Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah? And I love that about her. Yeah. Um, she's a star. All right, this is where it gets really painful. <laughs> We've got two. I'm gonna wager from what I have heard and what I haven't heard. I know. That maybe, <laughs> that maybe we're going to have some crossover here. Are we going to have the same two. number one again? I'm like, I have a feeling we're going to have I, the same number one. I don't think we will, but I think, I think, I think your number one is going to be my number two. Probably. Okay. Let's find out. All right. Number two. And this, well, it's dumb. And she was going to be number one or number two in my, in this, it comes, comes down. I put her as two, but I worship the ground, but she walks on and occasionally I receive her mail at my apartment. <laughs> it is the one and only, the great, great, great living legend, Audra McDonald is my yeah. number two, probably diva nice. all time. The nice. most Tony um, nominations of anybody tied with, I think she's tied with Angela Lansbury for that. But what this woman has done for our business and profession is untouched by anyone else. Yep. Um, in and doing it in a way that we had never seen before, from her voice, um, from her, uh, from her, her race, uh, at redefining what leading women can be, redefining what we can expect out of one artist yeah. as an actor, as a vocalist, as a performer, as an entertainer, as a leader, as um, as an outspoken activist, as a movie star, as a TV star. There will never be anyone like Audra McDonald. Period. Full stop, the end. Audra McDonald is number two. I mean, what do we even listen to for Audra McDonald? Um, I'll save it because I'm sure she's on one of your lists coming up too. So I give you my Audra McDonald at number two. Cheryl's go. Well, my number two, you've already named as well. My number two is Cheetah Rivera. Ah, nice. Cheetah Rivera. Because, I mean, as we get up here, it's like, you know, it's like, how do they affect me? Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think that's how everyone chooses. You know, it's yeah. like how you're, how, the, how it resonates um, on whatever level that is. But I just, I'm such an advocate and a fan of the triple threat because yeah. that's the lane that, that, you know, we both uh, find ourselves, have found ourselves in Eric, you, you know, avid dancer that you are. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> clearly, but, <laughs> but, but I mean, these, these women, especially these women of color, Cheetah, you know, Debbie Allen, um, like you're saying about Audrey too, like these, these, these women who were, who were able to play these roles that were not originally, you know, uh, they were not in originally envisioned to be played by women who look like them. Um, Cheetah, who obviously, who was Anita in West Side Story, but also played Nikki in Sweet Charity, which I got to do with Sutton. Um, and just like all the things that you said about her before that make her so delicious. So Cheetah's yeah. my number two. She, uh, there's, if, uh, go back and look this up too. She was in a, a Broadway production of musical called Merlin. Like yes. it was in the seventies, which is so wild. And let's not forget that she was OG Chicago as well. She's the OG yeah. Velma Kelly, yes. 1978. Crazy. Um, there's, yeah, 
Well, I, we I need also... to listen to some cheetah, right? We need to listen to some cheetah. Yeah. Do yes, we need I to listen couldn't... to the kiss of the spider woman? Is that the right choice? Or do you feel like I we think... need to listen to this? I, I, yeah, I think kiss of the spider woman. I was trying to, I, I didn't know what, what I wanted to play, but um, I didn't know if it was that or if it was all that jazz. Oh my God. Do we well, that? I'd say we go with kiss of the spider woman because Let's go kiss of the spider woman. Yeah. yeah. Her. Well, yes. so was all oh, that yeah. jazz. That was all that jazz. So I don't know. Let's do kiss of the spider woman. Let's do the end. Okay. And if yes. anyone is wondering, it does make a great number for a competition. Mm. Did you do dance a competition, competition dance? I did not, but someone from my dance studio used that did? song. Yeah. I think I all the, all the musical theater songs that I learned as a child came from my dance studio and sure. from the theater gaze that I worked with when I was growing up. Sure. sure. God bless the theater gaze. Yes. That's an excellent choice, Asmaret. Um, all right. My number two... Uh, is going to be Bernadette Peters. Nice. Ah, okay. Um, I feel like obviously she is one of those people who also, you know, like a Patty or like a Audra. There, they go by a first name only. That's all they need. I love that. Yeah. I love when somebody just sort of like owns being a star because, especially in today's world where everything's kind of about like and it's probably for the better, but everything's about like authenticity and being real and giving people access to your life and who you are and your thoughts on every thing you eat for lunch and everything, you know, it sort of is gone are the days of the old, either Hollywood or Broadway star where we don't know that much about their life, but they just can walk into a room with such presence and like feel they're like, Whoa, so-and-so is here. They're here. And, you know, I, I just think that she has that in spades, obviously, my two favorite performances are going to be Into the Woods as the Witch and In Sunday in the Park with George uh, oh. are just masterclasses in in Broadway and just like yeah. classic Broadway, you know, not really in any lane, just kind of like right down the middle of the road of Broadway. And I just thought, you know, also seeing her and Cheetah and a ton of other people, but especially um, her and Cheetah in that uh, number Sunday from Tick, Tick, Boom. The, oh. the film that Lynn did was yeah. so cool. Cole Gray was, so was there. Cool was to see. Yeah, wow. it was great to see all of them. So um, that's going to be uh, Baronet Peters. Also, I'll say is a little sort of name droppy. Uh, I did get to work with her uh, recently on a TV show that's going to be coming out. So she's very sweet. And, and I showed her um, some cool uh, filters on how to use like some filters <laughs> on her phone, which was a fun experience. But yeah. Can we also talk about her, all the work that she does for, for animals? I mean, oh, yeah. like Broadway, Broadway barks. barks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's, she's like such, that's um, amazing. such an advocate for, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. It's, I think that's really she's incredible. done that for years with, uh, yeah. she started with Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. yeah. They started yeah. Broadway barks together, which is an incredibly cool. Um, and she's written some, she's written some children's books sort of about um, like dancing 
dogs and stuff. I think we, we have we have some children's book written by her that was raising money for Broadway Barks and stuff, which is cool. Oh, I, I like a that. dancing dog. Um, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Children Will Listen, though. Yes. Oh. That's so oh. Did I shock you with that one, Ben? You did, because of all the things. Careful before you say, listen to me. Children will listen. Careful the wish you make. Wishes are children. Careful the path they take. Wishes come true. Not free. Careful the spell you cast. Not just on children Sometimes a spell may last Past what you can see I, That's so good, right? I'm going to yes. piggyback. I'm, I've got to piggyback. That's the springboard for me here because I there think the, the jig might be up on what my number one is. And my number one is the aforementioned Bernadette Peters. She's my yeah. number one of all time. <laughs> She is the re- she is the diva that I'm in l- that I'm in love with theater. When I I was at that Carnegie Hall concert from the Being Alive that we heard earlier, and I I heard her do that, and I was like, I'm gonna make Bernadette Peters sing that at my wedding. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make uh, my, her. Um, wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna make Bernadette. I'm gonna Peters make sing her it. do that at gunpoint if need be. <laughs> She'll love it. Um, she already really likes me a lot. Uh, I have another phone story <laughs> with Bernadette Peters, Eric. Uh, so I host the celebrity table. Yeah, you may have been there at one point, Eric. Did that with the celebrity table at the Broadway flea market where yeah, they bring yeah, all yeah. the people out pre-pandemic, and people can come in. And Jim Caruso and I are there with microphones and all that stuff. So Bernadette was on the thing, and we're like, "This is my one chance to meet Bernadette Peters, who is single-handedly responsible for making me fabulous and gay." And so I've <laughs> got to get a selfie with her. So I, everybody was kind of dissipating, and I, and I was like, "I got to move now, now or never." And I got there, and I held up my phone, and wouldn't you believe it, I could could not get that fucking thing to work to save my life. So Bernadette oh. Peters is sitting next to me seething while I bumble over and be like, oh, sorry, I don't know what's happening. It just, she wanted to leave. She wanted to leave. And I'm like holding her hostage while she's trying to smile. I think she's always smiling at this stage of the game. I think she's seeing yes. to it yeah. that she's always smiling. Um, but because you guys, she looks 14 She looks years incredible. Old. Yeah. It's, it's she, wild. I'm, she must sleep in a cave and like, I don't know. She must sleep in a hyperbolic chamber. Um, but Bernadette Peters, you talked about it. Um, Goodbye, girl. Sunny in the Park with George. Into the Woods. Song and Dance. Yeah. In 1985, mm. won her first Tony. But I want to say for those of you who need a real Bernadette kick in the pants, Patty won that Tony for doing Gypsy. And we talked about Ethel, Ethel Merman. And um, but if you Bernadette did a revival of Gypsy a few ten years before Patty, that nobody did. really talks about. Nobody it. It's really like talks sort of a about cult it. Classic. And if you watch her roses turn on the Tony Awards, YouTube that it is knockdown, drag out, tour de force. Uh, and for me, that's the Mama Rose performance of a lifetime. But Annie, get your gun. Her voice is so singular. I remember her in Annie the film when I was a kid, and yes. she was Lily St. Regis, and she was in that dress. Yeah. And once again, that's yes. when she really made me gay. And um, <laughs> I just. About about three and a half men over the last 44 years are so grateful to you, Bernadette Peters, for making me gay. And uh, she is timeless and singular, and she is my number one Broadway diva of all time, Bernadette I Peters. I love it. I love that. But that's that's neither here nor there. All right, the number one is out. I feel lighter. 
I feel relieved well, of this yeah. yoke that's been hanging around my neck. Um, <laughs> I was trying to send you guys something and I can't figure out how to send it, so I'm just going to pull it up. There's. Oh my gosh. There you are. This is the TV show that's coming out. Listeners, you can't see this, but can't this is. It. We'll post it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's this cool. is Eric Peterson and, and Brenda But she, she looks like she's like 15 years old. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like you guys are at like one of those like I restaurants that say. has that has like you can take a picture on a bale of yes. hay with a shotgun and a sheriff yeah. badge and it's in well, stepping stones. The, is the that what show, you were doing? Were you with Costa sort, sort of. We were the the TV show. I play a um, guy who runs a like an amusement park that's called Pioneer Town. So it's like oh. all old west and stuff. And so I'm always sort of decked out like that. And then she starts like kind of hanging out there. And so we had a bunch of scenes and yeah. Oh my gosh. What a oh, dream come true. Bad. What yeah. a dream come true. Uh, I was talking to Megan Hilty about that because Bernadette paid her, played her mother on Smash. And, yeah. and <laughs> Bernadette was Megan Hilty's number one, like inspiration always. And what yeah. a cool yeah. thing to get to work with, with somebody that you admire that much it's, yeah it's pretty special that's amazing. all right as Brett, i think i know but let's yeah find you out do together. know you definitely yeah. know she's been mentioned before she just lives in the ether because she is a queen well, the one she's the she one she is america's soprano she is beauty she is grace she is audrey mcdonald yeah she is and she and always has been always has been yeah. uh she doesn't need to read all of her mail do you know what i mean she doesn't <laughs> need it she is the male. That's what I'm here for. Oh, She's it. a special delivery. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on. I, like I said, I, again, sitting in the audience of Ragtime, getting that that last minute cancellation ticket and being in town and getting to witness that. that first of all, I've talked about it, but that company, that show, <laughs> that score, that opening number, and then her coming out. And I was like, I need to know more about this woman. Yeah. And so then like, I actually... Um, Years later, I was in a voice lesson, and my voice teacher gave me the song "Bill" from Showboat. Mm. And so I re I remember like having having had that really transcendent experience as a kid, and then coming to New York and studying with the teacher, and being given the song. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like listening to the Showboat soundtrack and and hearing her voice. And the thing that I we know why she's such why she's a diva, but the reason why she's my number one diva is because we're so used to, and, and people will try to put you in a box in this industry or in life yeah. or whatever it is. And Audra being a black woman and singing the way that she does is not the tip, you know, I, I, growing up, like I said, my, my former teacher would have me sing dream girls and have me belt and like try to riff and do all these things right. that black singers are supposed to do. And we're not a monolith. None of us are a monolith. Yeah. So to hear this woman singing like this classically trained and do, you know, singing it the way she wants to. And, come on like beyond the voice just the storytelling that goes behind you know that that, that goes into the way she she expresses and interprets music is just like it's it's great so kids folks listener friends at home you don't have to be in a box you sing the songs however the hell you want to sing them sing whatever That's songs right. you want barrier breaker if you want a real if you if you're if there's ever a moment in your life that you're not convinced that audra mcdonald can and will and should and does everything go ahead and watch the youtube clip of her doing raunchy from 110 in the shade where she's like dancing around and or watch the shuffle along video where she's like doing high kicks at a cartwheel while she's pregnant it's nuts right. there's nothing she cannot do i actually have a funny audra story so i know her i mean i know audra and i um when we we all have like six degrees but i was at a concert of hers in philadelphia she, you know she she does these symphony shows 
and it was New Year's Eve. I was in Philadelphia. And besides Audra, I think I was the only black person in the audience. It was like, you know, it was like very subscriber vibe. So we're watching the show. She's incredible. She actually, I think, sang Bill in the concert. But anyway, so I'm going backstage to go say hi to everybody. And this older couple come up to me. They were like smiling and sort of just like giving me this sort of like knowing look. And I was like, what the fuck is about to happen? And this lovely older gentleman comes up to me and he goes, you must be her sister. And I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. I'm leaving. I said, no. I said, I said, no, but I wish. I was like, wasn't she great? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Don't be be that guy, kids. Don't be that guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. But also, how wonderful to be under McDonald's. curly, too. You know what I mean? It's fine. Gosh. It's fine. Oh, my God. Well, that guy's canceled. Um, (laughs) But thank you for supporting live, live theater, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And- all right. All right. My, my heart is full. I like it. My number one, uh, I agree with you guys on Audrey and all and everything that you've said. Uh I, it's not my number one, but uh my number one is gonna be Betty Buckley. Oh Betty ah! Buckley. And here's why. I think I'm so you can start obviously with cats, right? I mean, that's yep. you know, I truly iconic, like, and maybe not as much nowadays if you went to like somebody who really knew nothing about broadway or musical theater or theater at all if you said like name a play they might say like wicked or hamilton but back in the day when we were kids if you said to a random nobody who knows anything about musical theater and say like what's a musical theater song or show they'd say cats and they'd say memory because it just was like so iconic and her performance in it is so good she obviously was great in, in a huge career, including, you know, Mystery of Edwin Drood, Carrie. She was amazing in Sunset Boulevard. And I, to sort of round it out, I recently saw her when she was doing the tour of Hello, Dolly. And oh. she was spectacular. Like, I heard that. Just, I, and I didn't see it with Bet, and I heard it was spectacular with Bet and Donna I Murphy. I saw it, yeah, yeah. But Betty not only is a great actress, like truly just like you can see that she like wants to get into the text and the character. And there's no sense of like, I have to protect like what people see Betty Buckley as like, there's no sense of that. She is like in the trenches. So as an actress, and then as a singer, she has such a thin voice, but powerful. So it's not, it's like, so like a laser beam. It just is so cutting. I was going to say laser. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, so, you know, I remember taking voice lessons and they always tell you like, you need a lot less air than you think you do. And she is like great at that. Just like, just the right amount of like thin air to just make it pierce right into your ears in such a great listenable way. Um, so I just think that she's just lovely. I got to meet her, um, a couple of times she came to see school of rock and because my dressing room in school of rock was her dressing room in cats. Uh, she came up to my dressing room. We took a picture there and I was like, Whoa, I met Betty Buckley. Oh my gosh. She's amazing in this dressing room. And she talked to me for a little while and then we became friends on Instagram and she like just she likes all of my posts Wait, and she asks questions. This is questions. what I was gonna say. She yes. she is the most active Instagram user I have ever seen. Every time I post friends yes, post, I'm like, "Be Buckley." That cannot be. Be Buckley. Although, like always 
responding to people. Always responding. Liking, I was all about positivity. The same She's amazing. Thing. If yeah. you want to connect with Betty Buckley, you can. You can. You yeah, can. Right. <laughs> She's Stars, great. they're just like us. That's right. <laughs> but here's what I have to tell you. This is what sealed it for me, just in a personal way. When we went to go see Hello, Dolly, I was at the Pantages here in L.A., and uh, I knew, you know, uh, I sent her a message just being like, hey, Betty, it's Eric from We Met at School of Rock and just want to say I'm coming to the show tonight. Can't wait. Uh, it was opening night. And I was like, just want to say break a leg. You're going to be awesome. And uh, just like sent that message. And then she sent I think she sent a message to me at like intermission and was like, you got to come back and say hello or something. And I was like, I didn't know we were there, but amazing. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but then they weren't letting people back. So we went over to the, um, the after party, which was across the street and, you know, Betty took a minute to get there cause she's the star of the show and takes a minute to get out. And so when she finally came into the party, there was all the press was there. All of the cast was there. Lots of, you know, all the people from the Pantages were there and everybody was very excited. Oh, Betty's here. And everybody kind of looked to the door and everybody was cheering and, you know, press was trying to take pictures and we were kind of actually on our way out. So I, I saw her and I kind of caught her eye. And while all of these people wanted to take pictures with her and talk to her, and she just literally just walked in the door, she saw me and she saw my daughter, Sophie, who's a little budding musical theater actress. And I post, you know, videos of her singing and Betty has always like liked them and said how amazing Sophie is. And she pushed through all of these like press and photographers to go and talk to Sophie. And she like crouched down and she was like, what'd you think of the show? And Sophie was like, it was so amazing. And you were so great in it. And, she, and they just like talked for like five minutes, like a long time while all of these people just waited. And she talked to my daughter and was just so encouraging and delightful with her. And then once she was like done talking to her, she was like, all right, you guys have a good night. And then she went and was like, hi, everybody. And took all the pictures. And, and I just thought that was so classy and so cool and meant so much to me as a person to my daughter um that that's why she was my number one choice Betty and sophie will never forget that you never. know what i mean it's yeah. like that's those things are so impactful it's like me being a little the little girl in the audience of kiss of the spider woman yeah seeing yeah. this you know and, and then i got to, legends, I got to yeah. tell vanessa williams that later on yeah totally to tell you know it's it's like those full circle was... moments even if they're not full circle they like those those like little starters yeah. They, yeah 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 that's it will shaped shaped your life yeah yeah it's your yeah. life and 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 who you are and how you move in the world and and gives you confidence in a way. I love. I didn't know you got a chance to um tell Vanessa about that. That's that's like incredibly special. Not My like very good is. friend Cody Cody Renard Richard did yeah. did me a solid and sort of flagged. I I did a I did a post when Hal Prince passed away. Yeah. I did a post on Instagram about Kiss of the Spider Woman and I talked about the impact that seeing that show and seeing Vanessa Williams and it had on me. And I had I had met her before she was doing Sondheim on Sondheim mm -hmm. uh, and I got to meet her when we were doing Mormon at the same time. But uh, yeah, Cody, is... Cody tagged her in something and I was she like, you know, liked it or whatever. It's so cool when you get to meet these people. I remember I got so obviously rent was humongously impactful on me. And I remember I went to see it when the tour came through Chicago and for like the week that it was in Chicago, Anthony Rapp came back to play Mark because he was from Chicago. Oh. So he like came to do the tour just for like a week. Yeah. And I, I was like a junior in high school, like just the most prime, like rent head loving rent so deeply, deeply. And we went with like all of our theater friends and we waited outside and we staged doored and like, and we got a picture with him. And I remember talking to him being like, how do I get to Broadway? Like, how do you, how do I do this? And he was like, I remember he said, there's no one path. All you got to do is just like, keep doing a good job. Be nice to people, show up on time. 
and everybody will have their own path. And it was like kind of a generic answer, but nice. And then I did like a reading with him or something years later when I was finally in New York and had been on Broadway. And like, I got to tell him that story. And I was like, you like, that meant so much to me. Like I thought about that moment so many times and like, it was so impactful on me. And then to like sit there next to him in a reading and like be talking about like the score of the Cubs game with him was like just so surreal to see these like ways that you can go from being somebody from like your little town who like loves theater and feel and Broadway feels so far away and big and amazing. And it is. And then when you have these chances to like actually interact FaceTime eye to eye with your heroes is it's amazing. It really is, is truly amazing. And so important. I think uh, the, being being kind for the for people in those positions i think that we never really understand the power of our words to to people or how impressionable somebody may be in a moment or what anyone's going through but i am so appreciative of the people that i've met that have been so kind back to me and have have given me a little bit of of themselves i hope that i do the same for others and um i know that you guys definitely do uh but it is it's such a cool our words have power yeah oh wow oh what I did want to add uh, one quick thing. I meant to do this before my number one, but I wanted to just shout out some of my leading ladies that I've worked with that I just want to give a little shout out on the podcast oh, here. I like um, that. People, people that I've- I'm right here. I know. And first, the first being Esmeret. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're just the greatest. Um, but here's one, Esmeret, of very mutual friends. I think this I is how we actually met. Yes. We met through um, our dear friend, Haven Burton, who oh, is yeah. just one of the greatest- greatest performers ever yep, and and has a huge career in front of her still but like if you don't know haven burton go down some youtube holes and find some funny funny haven burton stuff um i also want to say huge shout out to lauren worsham who i did spelling bee with and was nominated for a tony for gentleman's guide uh big shout out to jen gambatiz uh and i did school of rock with her yes, um big uh two more uh lisa howard uh who's just oh, yes so brilliant we did margaritaville together and she's obviously famous from uh spelling bee and then last one being uh my very good friend betsy wolf who's just crushing it oh. and, uh, and juliet right yes. now so yeah so but those good. are just a few those leading are some ladies goodens. that i felt those like are I some good give some uh some special shout out love to I want everybody out there to find a moment today, tomorrow, whenever you get around to it, to to give some love to the greatest divas in your life. Yeah. Yes, and come up with your own list and share them with us on our socials. Yes. Absolutely. We need to know what you think of our choices. We need to be judged by you. Once again, how else will we grow? How else will we change and become the people we think you want us to be? Shame us with your own countdowns. Why don't you? Absolutely. The truth is in the countdown. (laughs) I love it. And don't forget to uh, give give us a review and and rate us when you have a chance. Please. Yep. You got to subscribe. Follow us on social media at Theater Countdown, on Twitter at Theater Count. And if you want to support us even further and get bonus episodes for each and every list with all of our 15 down and get some behind the scenes stories that we keep teasing you with, become a part of our Patreon family. It's easy enough and it's it's so budget friendly. I don't know. Make it's it easy as life, right you might say. I would like to say that. It's easy as life. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go see um, whatever doctor worked on Julie Andrews so I can see if I can figure that out, whatever just happened to my voice. Oh my God. Um, we got to get ready yes. for the Broadway rave. I think it's time. I'm a Broadway professional. That's for sure. <laughs> we love you very much. Thank you for listening Thank you to for Theater listening. Countdown. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining us. Yes, Eric Peterson. Go listen to Disney Countdown. 
Christmas countdown. Yes. yes. That's right. We're so proud to be part of the countdown network family. We are, we are very, very happy to have you guys and you are crushing it here on theater countdown. So we're super happy, super proud and uh, happy to have you guys as part of the family. Awesome. All right. We right, love friends. it. And uh, we've got more for you coming up. So we'll check you later. Uh, how do we sign off for this? I love you. <laughs> Bring the curtain and, in. And scene. I don't know. And, oh, that's it. How will it? And <laughs> scene. That's good. That's that is good. good. For Uda. That one's for Uda. That's, right. that's for Uda. <laughs>